Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of Budgeting Period. My name is Kelly, and I am here to walk you through paying off a debt, getting on a budget, all those things that you need to just like feel less stressed about our money, right? That is the whole goal. The whole goal is to, to love our money, to love ourselves, to make sure that our money is going towards places that we actually value instead of spending out of convenience or because we have debt, right? And so today I have a special guest on the podcast um, and Arisha, and I want to let her introduce herself, but she is going to dive in. She is going to be our friend with that mindset piece because I don't claim to be a mindset expert. This is entirely a field of professionals that do this full time. And um, while we do talk about mindset and how it's important to forgive yourself of past money mistakes and digging into your money memories and are you a spender versus a saver? And is that even a thing? We do some of that work. Um, we'd like to tap into those professionals to kind of dig a little bit deeper so that we can truly change our lives with our money and how we feel about our money. So um, Arisha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much you for, for being here. Um, let's start off with just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, of course. So a little bit of background. I started working um, in the coaching industry for a HR company, and we mainly focused on supporting people getting through their redundancy and really understanding how starting one job would lead into something else. And then I wanted to be a coach on my own. So I went out on my own. And as soon as I did, I realized that mindset was one thing that genuinely made the difference in your life. And it really was that point, that turning point for me of believing that actually, it's not what people say that I can have, it's actually what I believe I can have that changes my whole entire world. And now that's how I support other women to do and live their best life. That is so great. And I think it's I, um, dabble in like manifestation and like the law of attraction. Yeah. And it's so interesting, the things that people say in this area. And yeah. um, it all starts with that mindset, right? It's all starts with believing what you can do. Um, and kind of, yeah, because if you don't believe it, nobody else is going to believe it. Right. And Absolutely. so there is this, um, this, well, I have this fundamental belief. And I think it is because of all of the research and the reading into manifestation that if we have an idea that's in our heads, it's in our heads because we're one, we're the only people that are meant to see it. And two, we're the only people that are meant to achieve it. So nobody else is going to understand it as much as you do, which is why you're the one that has been betrothed with this mission. And that's why like your mindset towards everything should be geared to that thing that's in your head that you dream about all day, every day. Exactly. No one else is going to be as excited about it as you are just like, mm -hmm. like owning a business. Nobody cares about your business as much as you do. Mm -hmm. Um, everyone with the nine to five W2s, right? Like you're, you don't care about your job as much as like your boss or the CEO of the company. Right. And so, um, I think that speaks a lot of truth and, um, a little reminder before we even get started, a little reminder that you should just go after your dreams. Right. Because Absolutely. it's, it's really important. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's, um, what is your first childhood money memory? I'm always curious. Um, my money memories back in the day aren't very vivid. Um, and yeah. so I'm always curious if people have like deep connections with money when they're younger. I have so many, like I didn't grow up in a really wealthy household. So there was always that 
that feeling of money was never enough that money was always something that you had to one work really hard for and two that was never lasted for very long and I think because I started working quite early I started working when I was 15 years old and I was still going to school and I worked throughout college and university as well and I think that belief within me that you have to work super super hard for your money is one of the things that I had to work out of because it's not true like we all understand and know about passive income we all know and understand that compound interest on our savings is worth so much more than the hours we put in like we, there are so many other ways of achieving success with money with money that our fundamental beliefs are completely different but those are my like earliest memories of money to be honest <laughs> that, that's actually really interesting the piece that you said about um you have to work hard to mm -hmm. to be successful and to make money because um my debt-free journey began because i was working um full-time i had i was also waitressing like four nights a week and i was hustling right yeah and i thought i was doing great because i was working so much i was like i'm making all this money like i'm doing so great and in reality, and I laugh thinking about this nowadays, and it's so sad, but it's so obvious, but it's so true. You have to actually put the money that you're making towards your debt to like pay it off, right? Like I was missing that fundamental piece of like, yeah, but you're making all this money, Kelly, but you're not like paying like extra, extra, extra towards your debt. And that's yeah. where like the disconnect was in my brain. But I was like, thought I was like, you know, amazing. I mean, I hated my life because I worked so much, but like I, 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 in the back of my mind, I thought I was a responsible adult and working multiple jobs does not mean you're a responsible adult. No. And it also, like, I feel like we miss the signs that are so glaringly obvious to us. Like if you have no money at the end of the month, which was my thing, like I would spend absolutely every single penny. If that's your every single month my, men, mindset, you're never going to change that until you really look at what's going on with your money mindset and really go into actually, what are my fundamental beliefs about money? Why is it the same every single month? All of those questions. I just got like a little bit of anxiety when you said like, if that is your every single month, because like a lot of us can relate to that. I know mm -hmm. that was my every single month. I was like, doing math equations on a whiteboard of figuring out when my next paycheck was coming and when all of my bills were due, like carry the two, like, oh, there's an extra paycheck this month. We're going to be rich. That means yeah. that you have kind of less the next month or the month prior, right? Because how it falls. And yeah. it's just, it is a horrible cycle to be in. And um, I feel like, especially as like women or people with periods, we already go through this like monthly cycle of like ups and downs and shit and thing to remember. Yeah. And it's so, like, why do we want to add like a money cycle to that? Like, <laughs> is the, do, do we like love, so like, true. you know what I mean? I'm like, when you said monthly, I was like, what else is shitty that's monthly? Oh, my period. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I want to add like my paychecks to that stress? And so, exactly. um, exactly that. That's really interesting that you, that you said that and that sparked periods in my brain. Um, okay. But it's true. It's so true. <laughs> it is so true. So sad, but true. Um, so if you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice, um, what would that be? What would, what would you tell young Arisha starting out in the world and you money wise know? or mindset wise? Um, let's do mindset. Uh, mindset wise. I would tell her that you think more about what other people think of you than they actually do. 
think we constantly look I'm definitely an overthinker and I always think oh what are they thinking what are they doing how are they doing it all of these things that absolutely mean nothing to your your outcome and your success what you need to focus on is what you can do and what you are doing and what you're working towards and just ignoring everybody else almost and just focusing in your in your own lane staying in your own lane focusing on your own goals because nobody else's opinion matters nobody else's judgment matters or nobody else's questioning matters and those things really can get in the way of you succeeding because they can feel like a waste of time they can feel like a constant struggle because they're not really things that you're meant to be focusing on so that's probably what I would tell my 18 year old self I love that what um what was your 18 year old self like with money oh atrocious (laughs) I worked for every single penny I had. Like I worked for everything and I worked for the same company for about six years. So I did two degrees and I worked for the same company. I changed, um, I changed locations because I changed universities, but I, I like worked for the same company and I used to go to uni during the day and then work at um, a retail store at night. And I remember working, like I just remember constantly working and thinking, how much money can I spend on going out and how much money I'm going to need to survive and where can I get an extra penny from all of those things that were very very negative and very very stressful I I think that's very normal at that age I was the same way and luckily I think for myself because I probably would have claimed bankruptcy at the age of 20 luckily I was a waitress forever and so if I needed more money I would just pick up an extra shift yeah and if I was like oh we want to go out this weekend I should probably work Friday right because a I can't afford to go out Friday and Saturday and b if I work Friday then I can like rage on Saturday which is a horrible mindset and cycle to be in but I think um we only do as well as we know and unfortunately I didn't um my parents um taught me some things but I you know I was off at college and I would they weren't like asking me about budgeting and I know some parents do that and but mine were not um and so I was kind of just like making it up as I went yeah and I also believe that thing of um we kind of enter that world anew as well when we're 18 years old we want to go out we want to hang out with our friends we've got money in our bank so we can't we kind of feel like we can do anything that we want to do and nobody really teaches us okay but if you save today in a year's time that saving is going to be so much more impactful in your life in a much greater way so like delayed gratification is so huge so much bigger than we can think of when we're 18 20 25 <laughs> And we go from being in um, high school where um, we have no money to yeah. then we have, like you said, we have some money. And so we feel like we are kind of like doing great and rich and all the things when in reality, if we were to even just save a thousand dollars a year, people, yeah. not even like that much, a thousand dollars a year when you're starting when you're 18, like I, I, I'm assuming maybe you too, but like I lost so much money by not investing really between like 18 or obviously younger to like, yeah really not starting to invest until I was like 26 um, because I didn't really have jobs that were doing that. And I didn't know the value of it. And uh, I thought I had the rest of my life to save. No one explained to me compound interest. And so um, it's just, yeah, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of, but but there are things that I always like to think back on that I don't like to beat myself up over because those were, I was doing the best that I could. And I was 
um, I still did okay. And I'm here today and I'm not that bad. Right. And so I I think it's a matter of learning these lessons and then um, teaching our kids, teaching our friends, Mm -hmm. um, opening up money conversations to people around us. That way um, it can be a little bit normal because even though you or I might be in a really a better place right now, um, it doesn't mean our best friends are. And it doesn't mean that our coworkers are. And so opening up that communication. Which is so true. And I think that just that fundamental belief of today is this way, but tomorrow doesn't have to be this way. Like you get to be better every single day. And it doesn't matter when you start that journey, as long as you start the journey of becoming a better person and a better and continuously learning about this stuff as well. Because it always changes. There's always more to learn. There's always different perspectives to have. So just continuing on that journey is, is huge. And, um, another, like another piece that's really hard for people is like the only, or that I find working with people, it's just like working out. The only person that can actually change your life is you and Mm. you have to want it. And you have to be willing to put in the work because it's not always easy. Um, I mean, I feel like paying off debt is way easier than getting uh, like going on a diet and losing weight. Like (laughs) I just want to say that right now for anyone that's like, Oh, healthcare or like, like diet journey. No, thank you. Um, debt is easier. Um, but it's, it's something you have to do. And so when I um, start off with clients or when I have group coaching or whatever it is, like, um, it's really, and I'm sure coaching is the exact same thing where I, it doesn't benefit me to chase people, to chase clients, to like beg people to come into my world. A it's like a lack mindset, but then also like people really have to want to put in this work and there's nothing that I can do to really make the change in their life. It's one of those basic rules in coaching that they have to want it first. Like no matter how, because I know that there are thousands and thousands of mindset coaches out there, no matter how much you sell, no matter how hard you sell, that person has to want it initially. They have to want that change. They have to want that growth. They have to understand what that means long-term for their mindset. And really understanding that journey is a work in progress in itself, but you have to want to be better. Industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so speaking of your industry, what is a common myth, um, about your job, um, or just coaching in general that, and my, I think mindset specifically, um, yeah. What is a myth that oh, there's so many, but I think to dig into all of them, girl, or like, <laughs> what, give me a cup, give me a couple. <laughs> um, I think the fundamental one is that people believe that hiring a mindset coach for three, six, 12 months is the be all and end all of your cure of your cures and your problems. Like it genuinely isn't mindset work is a lifetime process. We are always learning. We are always growing. We are always developing. I will teach you the tools and techniques that you can go back to time and time again, because they are truly timeless, but you have to put in the work every single day. There's not a time where I think I've cured my limiting beliefs. No, I know what my limiting beliefs are, which means that I can swerve past them when they come up and I I get over them a lot quicker but I know that they're there I'm aware of them I understand where they started from I understand why I believe these certain things but I know better now because I've taught myself better I've shown myself through different habits that I can grow and I can behave in a better way that suits my growth and suits my progress over just thinking this way and sticking to my to my word which doesn't help anybody I think that's one of the fundamental ones. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Did you did you have another one that you wanted to chat about or? 
Uh, I have so many, but I also think that mindset work, I feel like when I go into mindset work with people, they feel like it's really private and they feel like it's just them suffering. I think that limiting beliefs, every single person I know has very similar ones, like overthinking, procrastination, perfectionism. There are so many and everybody has very similar ones. So even just talking to your friends about them helps you so much. And it's really funny how people say, I've never spoken about this before, but in all honesty, if you did, you'd find out that more and more people suffer with the same things. Exactly. Yeah. And I think when we, if we can open up about them, especially with our close friends, even like as a business owner or somebody that's, you know, trying to get that promotion at work, or you're trying to go out and do something that you've never done before, like being able to open up. And I haven't done this. So I'm, you know, speaking out of like, that sounds like a good idea. Um, But like, just saying like, Hey guys, I'm trying this new thing. I would love just like some support, some encouragement, like some likes, some follows, if you're doing like the social thing, or uh, maybe check in with me to see like how my marathon training is going, because I know I'm going to be in a deep, dark place at this point, or just like opening up to our, our net, our friends a little bit more. I think we try to ride some of these journeys solo and, um, doesn't doesn't help doing it by yourself and just knowing that your friends will be there for you but also you're there for your friends as well so it's always thinking of those relationships as a two-way journey and knowing that using utilizing those relationships makes those relationships stronger in the long run I remember when I first started my business I didn't have any business friends I just had my like work colleagues that I've known for so many years and I was really really struggling one day and I I get that nobody understands what it's like to have a business unless you've had a business, but I had to talk it out with (laughs) some of my friends and they just listened. And it was so helpful because they just sat and listened. They didn't try and help. They didn't try to figure it out. They would just listen. And that in itself can be so helpful just to offload your problems onto somebody, even if they don't get it. Love it. Yeah. And sometimes people saying they don't get it is even enough because you're like, yeah, this is complicated shit. And I understand that like, I don't get it, which is why I'm struggling and I'm the one in it. I, sh- I shouldn't expect my friends to get it. And I yeah. wouldn't want them to try to like problem solve something they have really no idea about. Exactly. Um, well, I know um, you, so you mentioned like some tools that people can put in like a mm-hmm. toolbox or, um, and I had one of my questions for you, like your favorite hack. And I know like your industry is way bigger than like hacks. Like this is like lifelong work, but like, yeah. what are some like realistic or like a couple of things that, Um, people that are just starting out, um, maybe specifically to money, if you can, um, that people can kind of keep on their side when they're trying to work on their mindset and, and be on that journey. It's a really simple one. I say this, I feel like a broken record whenever I say this, but it's journaling. It's free. You can do it anywhere. You can do it on your phone. Obviously the best way to do it is pen to paper because that's how your brain connects and how you connect to your subconscious. Sorry. But that is the best way to have a real honest conversation with yourself. When once you've just free written everything out of your mind and you've read it, you realize so much more about yourself. You realize how stressed you are, what you're holding in, what you're constantly thinking about. Cause we have a thousand thoughts a day and we don't focus on each and every single one of them. They just, they are so fleeting, but some of them are very damaging. Some of them are very hateful and harmful and we just 
are so used to them that we don't realize that they're hurting our potential and that they're dumbing us down in some way. And when you see them on paper, you realize how much you're holding yourself back from. And that goes with for money as well. If you don't have um, like a budget that you can see every single day where you're putting your money into, where you're, where you're overspending, where you shouldn't really be spending, all of that kind of stuff. I feel like that really helps to see where your money's going and what your money habits are. Even if you're not saving, even if you're not paying any debt off, even if you are living month to month, just knowing where your money's going, just seeing what pots are really, really big pots and really small pots, understanding where your money going, money goes is the beginning of learning how to change that habit. Okay. I, people, I did not plant that. I did not tell Arisha to talk about a budget, but here we go. You need to budget people. This is it, it, the amount of, so I'm a big believer in like, you can't change something that you don't know. Right. And, and, and so probably like to your point, journaling makes you realize all this negative self-talk or whatever's going on in your brain. Budgeting makes you realize where the heck all your money is going. Um, how much you're bringing in, how much is going out, what categories you're wasting on. And just those two exercises alone, we're not even asking you to like work to like um, do anything with that information. Mm -hmm. We're just saying, just like do it and learn from it. Just, just see what's going on. Exactly that. And I think the more that you do this, I was talking to a previous client the other day and she was going through her really early journals like just seeing her progress and seeing where she's come from and she started a new diet um and she became vegan she didn't plan on becoming vegan she just wanted to see what would happen and she really liked um cooking cleanly and she realized that being a vegan is not for her like it it was really damaging for her body and her mental health but she was she didn't realize how tired she was waking up every single day until she looked back at her journals and was like this is not working for me. This isn't something that is good for my body and my mental health. I have to stop this and I have to change it around. But you won't know that cycle until you look back and see what she and see what you're doing and what's going on in your mind. So it journaling isn't just about today. It is about your future self looking backwards as well and seeing how far you've come because some people don't realize how far they've come along in their journey. And that reward alone is huge for your progress. It's huge for your current state of mind, because knowing that you're growing is key to continuously growing. It compounds over time, like your money does. (laughs) Ta-da! Look at how, like, wrapped with a bow, you're welcome, people. End of episode. Like, so what, like, I'm here, my brain is like, journaling yes okay um and I love writing but journaling is different um what are what are you supposed to like journal about like what are is there like some two or three questions that we should always start off with or a a, a, you know something that you recommend that we look at yeah 100% I would always journal about who I am currently and who I want to be I will always start a journaling um like session with anybody about what they actually want to achieve one year, two year, five years, 25 years, like really get into that mindset of who you're trying to grow into, who you're trying to, what you're trying to build, what your outlook on life is currently and see what you're currently doing. Cause if you know that you want to travel the world next year and you are still living month to month today, that long-term journey or that year long journey isn't ever going to happen. 
if you want to travel, you need a little bit of money to behind you before you start. Otherwise, it's going to be a massive struggle. So knowing what you want and aiming for that helps you build those habits today and understanding where you want to be in 25 years. You know what investments to make. You know what changes to make fundamentally. And that's where it all begins. Okay. I just had like a genius idea. And, um, I, so I, in the very beginning, um, so my course has four modules, but like in the, the first module of my course, but also like the first few weeks with clients, when we're starting to like outline a budget, um, it all starts with looking at our past spending first, right? You got to know where you came from first. And so we look at our past spending, we're outlining our budget before, yeah. And then we just outline the budget based off of where our spending has been going. That's fairly simple. Like we're not changing anything at this moment. It's just actually writing down where your spending is going to go in the future. Um, But then there's this like weird sweet spot before we finalize our budget. And so it's always like when people are like, great, what's the next step? I'm like, yeah, but like three things are kind of happening at once here. And it's the piece where you have to dream a little bit. And we want, and we talk about our goals. Like, like, what do you want to do? And where do you see yourself? And we have to put money towards those goals because you're right. Like if you are living paycheck to paycheck, I'm sorry, but that like trip to Bali isn't happening in February. Like, unless you're putting it on your credit card and then we got to like talk about that whole thing. And like, that's a totally different, that's a different thing, but like, and you still need our services, but if you're, if you're just like truly wanting to like get on a budget or like to start reaching your goals, like those have to be talking together. They need to be um, aligned because in order to hit your goals, goals cost money, whether it's your time, whether it's buying new tennis shoes for a marathon or you're totally renovating your kitchen, you have to do something to get to that point. And so um, I, I, I would love someday to just think about and maybe um, let's just like, how do we combine those two and maybe doing like a goal working session and yeah yeah so um (laughs) let us know people if you want it we might do it if you don't want it anyway but um no I think that would be a lot of fun and so okay so wrapping up here just a couple um few questions that I know that I had are there any like podcasts or tools that you would recommend for people who are ready to like get started in this work and obviously if you got some tools tell us all about it yeah, um, I think there are more mindful tools. I think when you are so used to your life, like I remember working in the corporate world, I would be on a train at 7.30 in the morning and get home at 7.30 at night. My life didn't really afford me reflection time. It didn't really afford me just a moment for myself. So I think taking out 10 minutes a day and really just sitting with yourself, whether it's journaling, whether it's meditating, whether it's just switching off and like sitting on your bed in your towel first thing in the morning, just to think about your day, do it for yourself. Do something that just clears everything out of your mind because you need to start your day off as yourself instead of starting your day off as, oh, I've got to be at this meeting. I've got to do this. I've got to make sure I catch this bus. I've got to make sure I put the washing on. Like all of those things are important. Yes. But you have to be yourself before you become somebody else that you're supposed to be. Yeah. I love that. Well, tell us where we can find you, your handles, all the things. Um, Cause I really appreciate our, our time together today. Um, we are also for people on podcasts wearing like the same shirt kind of. And so <laughs> I feel like we're, we're, we're in like a, we're, we're aligned. Um, and so, yeah, how can we find you and just learn more about your work? Yeah. So I am 
the coachable you on instagram and i'm just starting out on tiktok <laughs> but, go girl go good for you <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying it out see what happens but i am at the coachable you and my website is thecoachableyou.com perfect we'll link um, all of that in the show notes but thank you so much for your time today um and hopefully um we're going to manifest some future things here and we're going to do some goals and um, mindset work and um, thank you so much this for together absolutely yes all right <laughs> thank you so much everyone um have a wonderful rest of your day and again check out the show notes and be sure to utilize some of Arisha's tools you know this isn't an episode where you're just going to be like yeah interesting okay something I need to work on no we want you to actually do something about it and so (laughs) all right everyone thanks again and we'll see you next time